Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Miles Bukowski podcast. This time, though, we're doing something very, very different. I'm starting a brand new series inside of the podcast where we're just going to be talking about things that have happened in the past week. Before we get into it, I want to say a thank you to everyone who's been listening, downloading all of the previous podcast episodes we got over a hundred episodes out and they're all artist interviews so you're gonna find your favorite artist or your favorite artist favorite artist in there so make sure you go and check that out when you get a chance but i was thinking to myself you know we started this podcast properly last year but i haven't had the time to actually talk to you guys directly and just me talk to you about some of the thoughts and stuff that's gone on in the week, mostly music related. Sometimes I'm going to fling in something crazy that's happened in my life in that week. Hopefully it's always positive. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to come with no negative vibes. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I thought, let me just start this off and do something different. So if you guys vibe with it, make sure you get me on my socials and let me know some of the topics you might, what might want me to talk about in the future. Or if you're just genuinely vibing with what we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks and probably for the foreseeable future. I don't see this stopping once we start. It's going to be a long road. You know what I mean? It might not be perfect the first time. Nothing's ever perfect, but we're trying to get closer and closer and improve every single week. Anyway, let's 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 get into this because, like I said, 2021 yeah, has started on a mad one. On a mad one. Like, out of nowhere, for no reason, yeah. I know we're still dealing with 2020 issues like lockdown, COVID, all that stuff. We get it. It's, it's the life that we live now, isn't it? It's not really much, there's not really much stress in that side of things. Yes, motivation is dead right now. There's some people you speak to and they're buzzing. And then we speak to them a week later and they're TKO. And nothing's happened to them. They're just not on it. Because that's where we are right now. You can't go outside. Yesterday, I went outside. It was snowing. And I needed some glasses, some goggles. I needed suck. I couldn't see nothing. Anyway, that's besides the point. But the reason why 2021 started on a mad one is because a couple of days in, we had all them Trump people storming the Capitol building and doing a madness. And I'm just like, yo, like, I thought Trump 2020 was left in 2020. Like, why are we bringing this into 2021? But of course, that's kind of died down quite a bit now. And obviously, there's things like Dr. Dre's health issues that gave a lot of people a big, big scare. So I'm hoping and wishing him a continuous, speedy recovery. I know there was pictures of him in the studio a couple of weeks back, but it's a slow pace because, you know, I think it was a brain aneurysm and that's that's a big thing. So I'm hoping that he has a very, very speedy recovery with that and gets back to full fitness and full form. Obviously, we had things like M. Huncho's face revealing where someone in Dutch Avelli's camp leaked M. Huncho's face and then people made jokes and stuff. That was a couple of weeks ago. But I've got three things, yeah, most of the weeks, every single week, I'm going to try and come with three main things that happened. And this one's going to be like a 2020, but it's actually kind of closely related to like the last two, three weeks. So the first thing I want to talk about is Azalea Banks, yeah? Azalea Banks. I'm not even going to lie to you guys, yeah? My girls had one hit single, and that was 212. And I'm pretty sure that came out in like 2012. I ain't even going to lie to you. Like, the only thing that's missing there is the zero. The problem is is that 
I've heard rumors and seen stuff on in the internet with her, you know, doing a madness with animals in the past. Yeah, shout out K or oh, no, not even KFC. Shout out chickens. Yeah, shout out to chickens because, yeah, that was a madness. That was a couple years ago. So next thing you know, yeah, I'm seeing her a video. I don't want. I want to unsee the video to be honest with you of her picking her dead cat out or digging up her dead cat and cooking the cat to the point where you can kind of see a cat's like oh it was it was, it was a lot it was a, it was a lot <laughs> yeah and she was talking about how she's getting into taxidermy and all this stuff now for those who don't know what taxidermy is it's when they kind of I, i'm not even, i'm just going to give this the easiest definition right it's when you just get like a dead animal probably your pet or i was a family friend kind of i don't i got pets gonna pet me a family friend i don't think so but you know what i'm trying to say and you stuff it and it, it just it's just there if you ever watch scrubs yeah turk and jd had rowdy the dog in it like it's basically that that's taxidermy she said she wanted to get into that i'm not gonna lie yeah between banana bread between loads of other things i get people have crazes and things they want to do in you know, like lockdown in 2020, 2021, whatever. But tax homemade taxidermy is not the thing, fam. It's not the thing. Homemade taxidermy is not what I'm trying to see at all. And then she tried to come out and make it a whole religious thing and this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, sorry. I ain't gonna lie to you guys. She, uh, she's out here doing about this. Azalea, you're moving mad. You need to relax. But yeah, that was the first thing I saw. And I was like, yo, that ain't, that ain't it. That ain't it. Why couldn't all this nonsense get left behind last year? Why are we trying to step into this year? And that was early. That was in January as well. So it's like, what's going on here? Why are we taking it to some next level for no reason? Well, go on, Vazilia Banks. That's all I can say on that. Because it's just like, yeah. The, the randomness is of it was so just wow. I can't even think of an adjective or a word to say it. It's just so wow. And then that even links into what we got to talk about next as well. Like, Lil Uzi Vert. The diamond boy. The diamond boy. That is what I'm gonna call, man. Because, again, him coming out now and showing off this, I think it's $24 million diamond that's like, it lodged into his head, looking like that thing from the Avengers. I don't even know what the name of that thing is. I just know that it was bear crying and it was in Scotland and they were trying to take it out of his head. That's all I know from it. I don't even know the name of it like that. But it's a situation where... Okay, cool. You have money in it. Like, I'm talking from a perspective of I don't have $24 million to spend on a diamond to put in my forehead. I ain't got time to, I ain't got time to have money. I ain't got time to have time. I would not do that even if I had that money in the first place. But what is that going to look like? And obviously it's been lodged in. So it's got to be a surgical thing. Did they chip a part of his skull so that the diamond could be lodged in? I like, if you're going to show that off, I'm a person, I need to know like the nitty gritty, innit? I need to know like the, the depths and they might have released that. I haven't seen no one talk about that. I've just seen people talk about the wow factor. I need to know how is that lodged into your head fam? How? Because one, say you go swimming or something, is it stuck in there so you can do that? Or say he goes, I don't know, to a beach. I can't forget any beach right now off the top of my head, but let's say he goes to the LA, I'm pretty sure LA are beaches, California. Of course they do. So let's say California, yeah, he's there. Someone says, cool, let's go swimming. And he loses a 24 million pound diamond. Trust and believe when the tide is low, people are going out there with metal detector, diamond detector, anything to go get that. Because you can shop that and make 24 mil. Although it's been lodged in a man's head for a minute. So maybe 23 mil, you know, I was there. But 
I just think, I looked at it and I was thinking to myself, between this, between face tattoos and all the antics that some of these rappers have been getting up to, what is the future gonna look like for them in like, say 2060? When everyone's like, all these rappers, today's rappers are comfortably in their late 50s or Louis Vert is at 20, like six. So when he's 66, does he still have that diamond in his head? Does he think that far ahead? Because for me, I'm thinking to myself like, if I'm gonna get a face tattoo, that's a face tattoo. It ain't one of the permanent, no, not permanent, the temporary things that you rub on and then it comes off in a couple baths and that. No, it's a permanent fixture. So what are you gonna look like in 40 years? People with like face tattoos, like Lil Xan or something like that. Like even listen, we have to even bring him into the name as well, Takashi 69 At 69, that's the only time that tattoo is gonna be relevant because that would be his age. Like, I don't know, man. Like again, it's more money than says and the boredom is setting in. So Azalea Banks and Lil Uzi Vert, have been moving, moving crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't even know what's going on with them man there, but you know what? That's them man there and we're over here. And that's why I'm just talking about it. I ain't got the type of time to be spending money and investing into that. That's crazy still. But the final thing I wanted to talk about that's been going on in the last like week, week and a half was the release of Chip and Fredo's albums. So Chip's album has done really, really well, Snakes and Ladders. I believe it got a number seven in the UK and Fredo's album actually got to number two. And when I look at Fredo's album, I was really impressed with that. Like I really, really enjoyed Fredo's album a lot because it was short, it was sweet, it was simple. You had a couple bangers on there. I'm actually gonna open up my phone and tell you the ones that I vibed with the most, right? So I had like Spaghetti was on it. Like for me, Spaghetti was that vibe in it. And then you had Money Talks with Dave, like, yo, let's keep it real. If Money Talks, then why are them man they're speaking still? That's, that's a bar. That is a bar, come on, yeah, I'm trying to say. And then the other was like, Burner on Deck was the one that I probably reloaded the most because it had a bit more energy for me. But as a whole, there are other songs in there that they make sense. They might just not replay them in a couple months, like the Summer Walker tune. I thought that song was a bit like, it was good, but when I heard Fredo and Summer Walker, it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be, if you get what I mean. They used the old Fuji sample and it just, it didn't hit as well as I thought it was gonna hit for me. But these two albums for me showed like a massive difference in like the dynamics of albums in 2021. 2020 slash 2021, because it's still early in it. And most of this probably was made last year. But you have Chip, you had like 25 plus songs on the album and you had Fredo with 11. Now, Fredo's album done well and sat well because it was 11 songs. It was short, it was sweet, it was to the point, and we out, we gone. If you wanna listen to it again, you can listen to it. You can actually listen to his album twice and Chip still got more songs left over because he's added bonus tracks and the diss tracks that he did with Stormzy and all that. And I feel like with Fredo, he's again shown his like stock and he's continuously risen stock and the fact that he can make hits because last year was shaky for man. Last year was shaky for Fredo, you know. When you think about the um, Hickory Dickory Doc song, that was dead. That was, that was trash. That was terrible. And then you got... Like, for example, that video where he was getting clowned because it looked like his mate was trying to kiss him and he, on Instagram Live and he was like, they're not now, blah, blah, blah. So you could see for the first time, people were starting to kind of clown Fredo in a sense. But after that tape, there are people that were talking like that. They're, they're going to be quiet for a while because that tape didn't flop in my eyes whatsoever. However, Chips one disappointed me big time because obviously earlier on we had that song 
Uh, starting at the end of 2020 into 20, early 2021 with Bugsy Malone with Notorious, which is going to be on Bugsy Malone's album, which came comes out maybe next week or the week after at the time of the recording. But Chips one was like that was a good build up because it showed what I'm trying to say. It showed that solidarity between um, Bugsy and Chip, like they've got over their issues that they had from like 2015, and we knew that was cool because they had a picture that was surfaced online like 2019, 18 or 19. So we knew they were cool, but we hadn't heard them on a track together musically ever before. So that was a big look. But even the feature that's on Chip's album, like where I was listening to it, and the first time I heard Snakes and Ladders, I was like, yeah, Bugsy got the better song. Like Bugsy definitely got the better song. Don't get me wrong, I like the T2 heartbroken sample that they flipped on it, but it didn't hit for me. It weren't the same. It really, really wasn't on the same levels. Like Grown Flex as a song was good, but it just, Notorious was better. It was a better song. And then across the like the tape, there are a few good songs on there. Don't get me wrong, Lumi D with Young Ads and Young MA or Young Ma, whatever you want to call her, is a good song. And he's got others on there that like they hit. Let me even see if it's on my phone and I can tell you the ones that from when I first listened to it, then I could say, yeah, that was the one for me. So even like See Through with Kid of Kurds, Dunno Grew On Me with Heady One, 100K of Most Stack is a banger. T with Savage One is solid. Lumi D, like I said. And then after that, you've kind of got a few songs on there. So he's only got 21 songs. Maybe I was over overestimating it. But 20, so 21 songs is a lot. And I feel like with Chip, had he have compressed this album down to 15 and then maybe dropped a little EP or added a deluxe to it in a couple of, couple of months time, he would have had a winner. But the reason why I take issue with the fact that Chip's one is 21 songs and not 20, 20 plus what I said earlier is Chip has been known in the last couple of years as the, oh, you don't want to mess with Chip. Chip's got bars. Like you don't want to war with Chip. And I get that. That's, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. And he used that like element to push his tape because he did the two diss tracks to Stormzy like at the start of January and all that. And like, I got it. But I was like, for me personally, when people are like, oh, he's like Stormzy's got to respond for the culture, blah, blah. I'm like, not really, not really. Because Stormzy drops a song and Stormzy's song is most likely going to go number one. Let's, let's not beat around the bush. I'm not the most massive, massive fan of every single song Stormzy's dropped, but I know that Stormzy's definitely commercial, you know what I mean? Like Stormzy's gonna go to number one or gonna do an absolute madness as my phone goes off, you know, it's mad. But literally at that same time, like Chip needed a good record because Chip's put out a few things in the last five, six years, since the diss track, since Pepper Rhythm, that was where it all started. Um, These tapes have come out and they don't hit the mark and they get forgotten about. now. It's too early for me to talk about if I think Snakes and Ladders is going to fall off. I don't I don't necessarily think it will. But when I kind of break down the kind of whole tape itself and I think what are the key songs that are going to stay last in a year or the end of the year? Because January drops are always kind of shaky. We saw that because when it came to the MOBOs at the end of the year, Jay Huss's album didn't really come up in anyone's best albums of the year. Whereas had it got to the halfway point, I probably would have said it was album of the year. But Nines won it at the MOBOs and obviously Heady One's done well and all these other elements. So I'm kind of looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, like Chip needed a good tape and he didn't deliver. And I just, it's disappointing because it's a saturated tape. And obviously a couple years ago, that was the trend, didn't it? That was the trend. People dropping these long ass tapes 
with like 21, 23, 25. Lil Durk just added like 12 songs to his album, but he did it as a deluxe. So he gave us about 16, then he gave us 12. That makes more sense. Chip, I definitely should have think, I definitely think should have given us like, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 songs max. Drop a, an extension to it midway through the year. So it brings back the momentum. He might have bare tracks on deck. He might have a whole another 12, 20 tracks, whatever he wants to release, but it takes away from it. I, I just think he missed the mark there, but that's me in it. That's what I thought about the chip tape in it. Like obviously with the Fredo tape, like I said, I like that one and they both came out on the same day. So it's kind of, it makes it longer to kind of, well, it's not even longer. It's just, it makes you compare them. And that's the kind of difference that you do. But as a whole, Fredo's tape, definitely the better one out of the two, to be fair. So shout out to Fredo. Looking forward to seeing what else he does for the rest of the year. Chip, good to have him again, dropping music that's not diss tracks, but a lot of the stuff in there, there was a few jib digs and jabs and stuff like that. And it's a bit like, yeah, come on, man. Like if people, if you want to be respected as an artist that is outside of just diss tracks and that type of element, we know that you're a good rapper. We know that if you're talking about assembling like a, the top 10 best rappers in the UK, chip is probably going to be in that list but if we're talking about selling records and commercial aspects and stuff where you make stormzy a bit nervous if you send another jab of him because your stock has risen bigger than stormzy's in today's climate not as a legacy but as today's climate you need to do it you need to drop a better album than snakes and ladders that's just my opinion guys make sure you get at me on my socials let me know if i'm so if i'm talking madness but this is literally how i'm feeling with that whole situation but I think I'm gonna leave it there. I think we, I think we should leave it there for now. That was episode. I'm gonna call it episode one of uh, what a week on the Mars Mikoski podcast because we. I need to go through and see. Now, I'm sure I've missed quite a few other little things in that. But like I said, please do not hesitate to contact me on my socials at Mars Mikoski. Like I say in all my other intros, yeah, I ain't gonna spell it out for you. My name's there, search the ting fam, because it's long. It's like 15 characters. Ain't nobody got time to say M, Y, no, it's long. But yeah, make sure you get me on my socials and let me know what you think about all these situations and that. And let's hope that when I come back next week, I will tell you some stories that are positive or like not crazy. Like we had man like Lil Uzi but the Diamond Boy and Azealia Banks cooking that cat. No reason, no reason. Anyway, I'm going to go. Make sure you stay safe, whatever you're doing, and I'll catch you next week for another episode of the Mars Bukowski podcast. And what a week. It's in a bit, guys. See you soon. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.